0: greenie with mike greenberg the podcast
1: that was not a good night for baker mayfield's future it is greenie on espn radio espn plus and of course your smart speaker as well as the espn app presented by progressive insurance and all guests appear via the goodyear hotline it is chris carlin along with booger mcfarland filling in for greenie today booger what's going on brother What's going on, Chris? How we doing, buddy? I'm great. I'm great. And I think I'm doing better than Baker Mayfield this morning. Although on the sideline, he does all the right things. No, look. Hey, what did last night do? It proved that the Browns with yes, they're facing who they're facing last night, but the Browns can absolutely win with another quarterback. And Bart Scott said this yesterday, Booger, and you think about it, it's pretty accurate. Maybe Case Keenum is not all that different than Baker Mayfield when you look at his history and when you look at where they are right now because Case Keenum's a guy that can win football games and we've seen it before and we saw it last night.
2: Well, I think you're right in the sense that Case Keenum is a guy that you can win football games with, but let's, let's not forget, Case Keenum is a veteran quarterback that's been around a long time. So I think we know what Case Keenum's ceiling is going to be. Can we honestly say, Colin, that we know what Baker Mayfield's ceiling is? Can we honestly say that we know what the end result of Baker Mayfield would be if you allow him to continue to develop? I can't say that, and it sounds like you're ready to say that. I'm not quite ready to say that. I
1: would agree that right now we know what Baker Mayfield has been so far. And, Booger, I get exceptionally frustrated at the new structure of the NFL when it comes to young quarterbacks because I don't believe the way that pay structure works now in the draft that it really truly gives them a chance to develop and I think the last 10 years when you look at the hit rate it's something like nine seven or eight uh, eight or nine for 30 when it comes to first round quarterbacks because simply they don't get enough time a team now has to decide if they're going to pay them later rather than sooner but after three years they have to make that decision before, when you gave them all the money up front, you had no choice but to let them play out and let them develop even more. Now, for Mayfield, I think we saw last night, which was not a pretty football game by any stretch, and don't get me wrong, Case Keenum was not chucking it all over the lot, but I do think that when you have a good football team around you, you have to be better than Mayfield has been so far this year. Yes, he's banged up. We heard the, the further... Um, injury from Jay Glazer last night that apparently he's got a broken arm too and part of his shoulder It's not a uh,
2: broken arm. It's a, there's a broken bone, broken bone on the top of the shoulder. Let's not over exaggerate today. All right. Today.
1: All right, broken bone on the top of the shoulder in addition to what he's already got going on in the non-throwing shoulder. So, Right. Uh, for me, I I don't disagree that it's has to do with right now where he is, but how long are they going to wait? That's the problem with the structure of how things work.
2: So here's the thing I'll say, and I'm not a Baker Mayfield apologist, but what I am going to do is not allow people to jump on and pile on unnecessarily. Okay, a couple of weeks ago, Baker Mayfield, 23 for 32, 300-plus yards, a couple of touchdowns, they put up 42 points against the Los Angeles Chargers, and everyone said, man, but Baker, he had a good game, but he just couldn't get it done in the last 90 seconds. I'm like, so that's the takeaway from that game? The defense gave up 47 points, and your Mm. takeaway, America, was that Baker Mayfield couldn't get it done? Please give me a break. Now, moving forward, um, the whole referendum about last night was not good for Baker Mayfield. Here's what I'll say. I think if you're the Browns, you have to continue to do your due diligence with Baker Mayfield, and give him the opportunity to show you what he can be as a finished product. We already know what Case Keenum is, and Case Keenum is a a guy very similar to Ryan Fitzpatrick. Could he start for a year? Sure. Is he a journeyman? Yes. Is he going to be a franchise quarterback? No. So we already know what Case Keenum is. Now, Mm. I think this Browns team last night showed us that they have one trick. Now, it's one hell of a trick, Chris. It is a trick that a lot of people in this league would love to have. They have an offensive line that will travel anywhere – against anyone, and they can run the football, and it really doesn't matter. You or I could be the tailback. It doesn't matter. They had a guy last night, Dearness Johnson, who was their third-string tailback, and he looked like he needed to be a starter for somebody in this league. Now, they have to continue to add other pieces to their one trick, meaning their defense, which played well last night, albeit against Teddy Bridgewater, has to get better. They gave up 40-some points against uh, Justin Herbert and the Los Angeles Chargers. And I digress about their defense. As far as Baker Mayfield, he has to continue to be consistent. I think the Browns have three issues that prevent them from being a Super Bowl contender right now. And they are in order as follows. OK, number one, their defense. OK, their defense is the biggest issue that they have. A defense that added Jadavion Clowney in the offseason, a defense that has has, uh, drafted Jeremiah Owusu-Koromora from Notre Dame to try to get some speed at the linebacker position. A defense that has a lot of high picks on it. Number two, health. They have a lot of guys hurt. They got Mm -hmm. Jedrick Wills Jr. back last night, their left tackle. They're missing a right tackle. Uh, Odell is still banged up. Jarvis left the game, banged up last night. Baker's hurt. Your two tailbacks are hurt. They got to get healthy, number two. And then thirdly, the consistency of their quarterback. If those three things can can start to rectify themselves, then I think the Browns can be a contender when we get to late December, early January. Okay, but back
1: to the earlier point, and I agree on the offensive line. I think it's fantastic, even though they have been banged up and when healthy, I think the best in football. But having said that, with Baker, if we don't know what the ceiling is yet, when can the Browns hang on to or how long can they hang on to figure out what that ceiling is before they have to make a decision?
2: So here's what I would say: I think right now the Browns have to play this out this year and then see what Baker, um, see what Baker and his representatives want. Colin, you know better than I do. You know who is an expert and who is the most truth, the most truthful about who they are. It's the person themselves. Like if I were to ask you, hey did you give me great effort on yesterday's show? Mm -hmm. Like, you can honestly answer that question. Nobody else, not Nuno, not Liam, not Bubba, nobody has to answer that question for you. You have to be able to answer that question for yourself. And for the record, I'd call it average. Well, yeah, I was going to say below, but we we, we can talk about that during the break. Mm. Um, As far as Baker Mayfield, Baker knows what he's worth, man. And if Baker allows his representatives to go in there and say, hey, we want the Josh Allen deal, then shame on you, Baker, because you don't deserve the Josh Allen deal. Now, what Baker can do is say, hey, instead of taking a deal that is, you know, $10 million lower, say around the $30 million range, what I'll do is uh, I'll play on the, what is it, The, the, the my uh, last year of the deal, maybe the fifth year option. I'll play on that. And let's wait and see. Maybe I won't get the Josh Allen treatment of getting my contract redone after my third season Okay. I'm not going to get that treatment. I'm not going to roll the dice and just sign a deal that's below market. I'm going I'm to roll the dice on myself. And say that I'm going to go out and have a career year next year in hopes of getting big money. I think those two scenarios are far more likely than Baker saying, hey, I want 40 million dollars because as an individual, you know what your worth is. You know what your value is. You know how much effort you're putting into the show, whether it's good or bad. No one needs to tell you that. And so hopefully Baker has some self-awareness. You can be a part of Greeny Nation on the Dr. Pepper call-in line, ESPN Nation,
1: presented by Dr. Pepper. College football is heating up and fans are hyped. Return to glory with Fansville by Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. It's Chris Carlin, Booger McFarlane in for Greeny today. We're going to get more into this, this very discussion regarding Baker Mayfield and a very intriguing weekend, albeit... Not quite as many teams as you'd like to see in the NFL coming up. And in just about 15 minutes, don't forget about what's going on with Ben Simmons and how it's getting worse by the day. In moments, though, we ask this question to Rob Ninkovich, who joins us. It's Chris Carlin and Booger McFarlane in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus. Greeny, the podcast. Must
0: be 21-plus plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
1: Chris Carlin, Booger McFarlane, in for Greeny today on ESPN Radio and ESPN+. Plus. Time for a little straight talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. We welcome in ESPN NFL analyst Rob Ninkovich who joins us right now via the Goodyear hotline with you for every mile on the road to greatness. Goodyear, more driven, Rob, it's Chris along with Booger. And first question for me just starts from last night. And the fact that the Browns were able to go out and win with Case Keenum and granted who they're playing, they're not exactly world beaters, but at the same time, you know, for Baker Mayfield, the questions are still there about his future. How do you assess where Baker Mayfield is right now as they grow closer and closer to talking about contract time?
3: Uh, I mean, I think it's definitely a situation where he might be a little bit nervous when you look at the way that that team is built. They're built to run the football. They're built to play defense. They really can plug in another guy like Case Keenum, and they look like the same exact team when Baker's starting at quarterback. So if you're the Cleveland Browns, you know, this kind of goes back to an Escalade and a Tahoe. You pay a lot of money for an Escalade, but it's basically a Tahoe. Are you willing to go and pay Baker Mayfield a ton of money, have him locked in for a long time, when you could probably save a little bit if you have a team built around the running game? I think there's a lot of decisions here that the Cleveland Browns will be able to figure out depending on how, how long Baker is out, depending on what the team looks like without Baker as a starting quarterback. Because when you watch them last night, they look like the same team. They run the football, they play action pass, play defense. They didn't They didn't fall off a cliff when you had a backup quarterback in.
2: So, Rob, I, I'm a firm believer that every player knows their value. Like, we all know what our worth is, regardless of what our agent may say, regardless of what someone else may tell us. I got to think that Baker Mayfield knows what his value is. So, if you're Baker Mayfield – And I'm going to put you in his shoes. Would you allow your agent to go and try to get a Josh Allen deal, knowing that the Browns are going to give you 40 million a year? Would you take substantially less realizing that your value may be in the 25 to 30 million dollar range? Or would you see said I'm going to roll the dice, go back out and try to have a better year next year and cash in later on?
3: Well me being a me being the defensive lineman I'd take whatever they offer me. But I think we live in a world that people have a false sense of reality. I mean that's just plain and simple. You got people telling you one thing, um, you think you're better or you think that you deserve more. I think that really is isn't that a reflection of society right now. We got a lot of people, um, you know, in sports especially They want to get paid the most amount. They want to set the market. They want to continue to progress as far as the the salaries continue to rise higher and higher and higher. Um, But if I'm the agent, I'm trying to make sure that I make my 3%, 2%. And listen, if you go through this season and you try and play with a torn rotator or a torn labrum and you don't look good at all, I think that as of right now, if he tries to continue to play and his play falls off a cliff, and then they have to go back to Keenum or that he doesn't continue to play, then you start to lose money. You start to go backwards when it comes to the amount of money you're going to make. So I know this is a quarterback-driven league. We've seen it. But I want to say that I don't think we've seen a team basically without a quarterback that is an elite quarterback that can throw the football down the field win deep into the playoffs. You know, Most of the quarterbacks we see... I mean, even go back to uh, Foles in the Super Bowl. He was taking risks. He was pushing the ball down the field. He was taking shots. And if you don't have the ability to throw the football, if I'm an upper management guy, I want the Josh Allens, the Joe Burrows, the Tom Brady's. I want, I want the Patrick Mahomes, even Lamar. I mean, his ability to throw the football is impressive this year. So – Baker Mayfield, to me, I said this before the season even started, on third and long, when you've got to have it and you got to throw the football from the pocket, for me to pay him north of $25 million a year, he's got to be able to make those throws. And before this matchup, I mean, I think he was 6-for-29 on third and 10-plus. There's third medium, sorry, on third down conversions, throwing the football. So there's still a question mark as far as throwing the football that I'm concerned about moving forward with Baker Mayfield.
1: Rob Nikovich, ESPN NFL analyst, joining us right now on the Goodyear Hotline. And last night, Dearness Johnson was in the zone, 146 yards in the zone, brought to you by AutoZone. Get in the zone, AutoZone. That run game was such a huge part of it. And I want to shift over to the run game of the Tennessee Titans and Derrick Henry this weekend, get the Kansas City Chiefs. This Chiefs defense, Rob, it's bad. Is it possible for the Chiefs to really rely on scoring 38 to 40 points a game to consistently win and pursue a championship this year?
3: oh, well, they're going to have to, based on what we've seen defensively, unless they can change drastically, which the hardest part during a season is personnel in and out, guys getting hurt, guys getting banged up. And if you're not a great defense to begin with, it's really hard. Um, to reinvent the wheel, so to speak, during the season. So they kind of are what they are. I mean, you can tweak scheme and you can do different things defensively as far as scheme goes, but the personnel and what they have to work with, I mean, that's pretty much what they have to work with. They're not going to be able to go and get maybe in a trade. Maybe they can go trade for somebody, um, but it's really hard to find pass rushers in the NFL. That's why they get paid so much. It's really hard to find cover corners. That's why they get paid so much. Um, So, they're going to have to rely on that offense and their ability to, to move the football and score quickly. Um, if they can't do that, I, I, again, I think that playing the Tennessee Titans, who can run the football, and we saw that against the Buffalo Bills, they were able to run the football on the top five defense. I don't think they'll have a problem running the football on a 27th-ranked defense.
2: Rob, let's come on down here to Tampa. You know, your old buddy Tom Brady – Uh, He's going to take on the Chicago Bears. That defense gave him trouble last year. Your overall uh, thoughts on that game, Buccaneers and Bears?
3: Yeah, I think that the Tampa Bay Bucks, as they are right now, are a completely different team. Last year, I feel like they were building chemistry. They were trying to figure things out. They were trying to figure out the scheme offensively. Um, There was the weird COVID awkward season with no fans in the stands and all the different things that went into that year it definitely was not easy for a a new player in a new environment especially a quarterback in a new system so I don't think that Tampa Bay is anywhere near where they were last year they're way beyond um you know learning and, and understanding each other's strengths and weaknesses so I don't think we'll see an issue unless the Chicago Bears can get after Tom Brady and we all know Cleo Mack You know, there's the clip of him last year getting after Tom Brady. Tom Brady's looking at him like, again, again, this guy again. Um, Then the, you know, the meme everyone saw, Tom holding up fourth down. We thought it was fourth. I don't think we're going to see that again this year. First of all, he's an ultimate competitor, and he's probably going to want to make sure they don't even get into fourth down. They'll convert everything. But I know they're playing a tough defense in Chicago. um, But, again, Tampa is far ahead of where they were last year at this time.
1: Rob Nikovich, ESPN NFL analyst, joining us on the Goodyear hotline here on Greeny. It's Chris Carlin and Booger McFarlane in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus, presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive Insurance is proud to support veterans with its annual Keys to Progress vehicle giveaway program, now celebrating nine years of donating vehicles, helping veterans in need. Learn more at keystoprogress.com. Rob, what game this weekend... Really intrigues you the most?
3: Uh, I'd probably say the Bengals Ravens matchup. I really am high on Joe Burrow. Um, Lou Anarumo, the defensive coordinator for the Bengals, has done a great job. They're fifth ranked defense right now. Um, they did a great job in the off season. They brought in Trey Hendrickson, a great pass rusher. I think at a bargain price. You think about pass rushers right now. There's some guys making a hundred million in their contract. They bring in Trey. Had a great season last year with the Saints. Um, they bring him in. He's been a spark up front. They've been able to get after the quarterback, which is key in this, in this league. Um, and then you look at Joe Burrow. He's a bright, rising star. We all know how good he is. Um, but I was talking to Coach A about just the defense, and he's so excited about the future and how they're growing and getting better and they're young. Um, the only thing, we got to see Joe Burrow slide a little bit more. I don't want to see him taking those hits that he took in that Packers game. Um, but then you look at the Ravens. Like the ability of of Lamar and Andrews and their offense is so fun to watch, and they got a kicker that can kick seventy yard plus field goals. Um, you know, I just think that that is probably the best matchup of the week. That's going to be the best game. Um, I think both teams are, are going to fight it out. And Cincinnati, at this point, they're done being the 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 floor mat of everybody in that division. I think that they're. Um, on the rise and they're going to be a good team for years to come. It's going to be a great divisional matchup. And I can't wait to watch that one.
1: Rob, appreciate the time and the insight as usual and great stuff. Enjoy the weekend.
3: All right. Thanks. Take care. That
1: was Rob Nikovich bringing us the straight talk brought to you by straight talk wireless, no contract, no compromise in 30 seconds. Ben Simmons and the saga that just will not end in Philadelphia. First up, though, rise, shine, and dine. With breakfast at Wendy's and get a sausage or bacon, egg, and Swiss croissant for just a $1.99. Fresh cracked eggs, a buttery, flaky croissant, and... Your choice of bacon or sausage, all for $1.99. So head to Wendy's in the a.m. for a breakfast worth waking up for. And with a deal this delicious, the biggest question you'll have to face today is sausage or bacon. Hmm, Decisions, decisions. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. By the way. Yeah.
2: Which do you choose, sausage or bacon? I'm a bacon guy. See, I'm a little, am a little different uh, now that I've grown up a little bit and gotten a little older. Mm. Uh, I stay off the swine just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've found other ways to get different types of sausages, um, but I'm a sausage guy in general. Like, if you gave me the choice, sausage, bacon, pretty much anything else in the world, I'm going to take sausage because there's nothing better than a nice piece of sausage very thin casing, mm-hmm. uh, even breakfast sausage that's cooked the right way. If if it's seasoned properly mm-hmm. and it's made properly, I can eat sausage for breakfast, lunch, and dinner.
1: Bubba, seasoned properly? First of all, let me go back to that for a second. Seasoned properly. So how does it have to be seasoned then?
2: Well, when the sausage is made. So let, let me bring oh, you into oh, a, a country okay. boy's life. So okay. I grew up. I grew up where, where we actually raised hogs, mm-hmm. um, and I've killed deer before. So I, I've had deer sausage. We call it venison. Mm-hmm. It's phenomenal. Well, when you kill the deer and you make the sausage, you have to season it. You can make it Italian. You can make it breakfast sausage You can, if you want to smoke it a little bit. So uh, I know you grew up in a city around concrete in the concrete jungle. I grew up in a country where we, we raised animals. We hunted animals. We lived off the land. So when you make the sausage, you can season it. And it determines what type of sausage you have.
1: Okay, Bob, your thoughts.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, I know Chris. You know, grew up back in the
0: Great Depression and the back way back then. (laughs) I grew
1: up in the mean streets of the upper middle class. Yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) Um, To me, I think the important word here is, or it's breakfast sandwich. So to me, a breakfast sandwich, I'm going sausage. Mm. Normally, I would if I'm getting a side of something, I would take bacon. So if I'm having, you know, French toast or Waffles, or pa- I'm getting a side of bacon, but if I'm getting a breakfast sandwich from Wendy's, I absolutely, and I have done this many times, I'm getting a sausage breakfast sandwich.
1: Right, listen, I understand that, and let's be clear on my preferences here. If you're asking me the question, bacon or sausage, my answer is yes. It is not well, choosing. They, you know, we- if I can do both, that's what I'm going
2: to do. Right, and, and Bubba, to your point about the sandwich, I, I'm going to tick off a lot of America when I say this. Overrated, bread. Don't need it. Oh I can boy. have anything without wow. it. Just give me the meat. Bread I, uh, is overrated.
1: Somebody else want to do the rest of the show, Bubba? You want it? <laughs> I'm just I'm saying, out. man. Bread's overrated. <laughs> <laughs> well, the situation in Philadelphia. Speaking of overrated, Ben Simmons, very overrated as player, and this is getting worse. Bubba, listen. It, 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 you know, listen to Daryl Morey yesterday, booger the 76ers president, on 97.5 The Fanatic in Philadelphia, talking about the situation and the fact that this is not ending anytime soon.
3: This is a very good player. And to give ourselves the best chance to win the title, you need difference makers. You don't need role players. Right now, any sort of trade, which obviously Ben Simmons wants, the best thing we can do is get role players back. That makes no sense. That will give us no better chance to win the title if we were to move Ben Simmons for role players. So people should buckle in. I mean, this, this is going to go a long time because our only path, my only job is to help us give the best chance to win the title. Uh, ben Simmons is a difference maker, so if we can get him back, he will help us win the title. If we can trade Ben Simmons for a difference maker, we will do it. I think that's best for everyone in this situation. Booger, your reaction
1: to that from a GM saying that publicly?
2: Well, when the GM tells you a truthful answer, I think we should believe him. Mm. He just basically told you, I'm not giving Ben Simmons away for nothing. I'm not giving him away for free. I don't care how many times he practices with his cell phone in his pocket. I don't care how many times he abruptly leaves the building because he doesn't want to participate in a defensive drill. I don't care how many times he talks about his back is a little tweaked and he can't go through an individual workout for the day. doesn't matter because I'm going to do what's best for the organization, okay, Now, what I would say to that, and I would say to Daryl Moore, is problems don't go away, big guy. I tell my wife and my kids this. Even the most minute problem we need to solve, because problems only get bigger every single day. They aren't going to just magically go away. This is not like a magic shave where you just rub it on and the hair just falls off. No, you actually have to do something about problems. And Ben Simmons is a problem for the Philadelphia 76ers at what point? Does the problem become so big that Daryl Morey then has to go against what he says?
1: See, this is, what I'm, this is where I'm going to disagree with you with him being truthful. I, don't, I think Daryl Morey knows he's not being truthful when he says that. He just has to do everything he can here to really keep any sort of leverage in this situation. And look, I applaud the fact that the Sixers basically so far have said tough. And they haven't given in to him. But I heard this this morning from Jay Williams. And this is Jay having connected with you know, people involved in this situation. And this just absolutely drives me insane when I hear it.
2: Look, I get it. As a business person, Like I'm going to make a hard stand. You don't have to do that publicly. And now what it does is Ben Simmons is going to come back. From what I heard from my sources, Ben Simmons does want to play. But mentally, he can't get over the hump of some of the things that have happened between him, Doc Rivers, Joel Embiid, and company. So he is mentally checked out. They have told them multiple times he is mentally checked out.
1: Booger, what that means to me is he's not playing hard if he shows up. And he's going to tank it to get out of town. He is going to do everything he possibly can. You're right. This problem is not just going to get wished away by Daryl Morey, even if Simmons is not on
2: the floor. Okay, so what do you do then, Chris? For me, listen,
1: I'm I'm not wasting any time here. I get that all you can get is going to be role players. And I get the special talent that he is. But my team is still in a position to do some special things. And we don't know what happens in the Eastern Conference. I have Joel Embiid at 27 years old. The guy is a unicorn. I can't have this hanging over my team all season long. I'm going to have to, at some point, give in here and not wait months for this to continue to be a question that my team has to answer in the midst of a season.
2: See, that's what happens when you get a little older, man. You're not patient anymore. Maybe patience goes with age, which goes with the more brave. I don't have a lot of
1: time left. Well, at 74,
2: I, I, I'm counting the days. Yeah, that's a call. I, I was going to say 70, but I'm I'm glad that you found I'm just being truthful truth. like we want to okay. do. I'm just being truthful. Listen, 100%. You have to be patient. Have you ever had like an investment property? Yeah, not a property, okay. but,
1: you know, I, I got a right. 401k that I look at.
2: Yeah, okay. I mean, I, I, that's way too much money for me. <laughs> um, what I would say is this. Anytime you have an investment property, you have to be able to have patience and not only know what the market is today but you have to have some foresight to know what the market will be in the future and the question i would ask you is this would you be willing to deal with anything that comes with it if i told you you could make 150,000 hundred and fifty thousand today are you willing to deal with whatever comes your way in order to make a million tomorrow and They're tomorrow not a million though. okay but listen you don't know foresight.
1: that no you're talking about foresight I don't think if they wait three months that all of a sudden the price is going to go way back up.
2: Yeah, see, that's what we differ, man, because once the season gets going and you get these GMs, uh, they're going to look at their team and they're going to be like, hey, I thought we were going to be better. What can we do? Hey, Ben Simmons is out there. Let's do something. Um, Let's do something to shock this organization. Let's do something to give our team a boost. I think at that point, once these needy and greedy GMs see that, then you may have a better opportunity. Right now, everybody thinks their team is great. I mean, the Lakers think Russell yeah. Westbrook is going to be the best thing since sliced bread. And, you know, in his first game, he what had a single, 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 okay, uh, as far as points, rebounds, and assists. So we all think our teams are good. Let's just wait a month or two. Now, the key is, can you put your money where your mouth is, Daryl Morey, Doc Rivers? Can you guys sit by and watch Ben Simmons show up and put your team through the circus of practicing with the cell phone. I tweaked my hamstring. I tweaked my back. Uh, you know, I woke up on the wrong side of the bed. My car got towed. Whatever excuse he comes up with, can you deal with that? That's a question for Doc Rivers and Daryl I
1: I hate the fact that while I do want to see players have more of a say in their personal situations, that you have someone here to get what they want is just going to absolutely tank it. How else does he get it, though, then, Chris? To me, if you're Ben Simmons at this point, show up, play, and show what you're worth. And I think it's more likely that they would get in return, they could see that price go back up. If he actually shows up, plays well, and he still wants out, if you're the team and Ben Simmons, you can come to that kind of an
2: agreement. Yeah, but you're going through the really nice politically correct way to do this you know what ben simmons is ben simmons is a woman scorn and you know what a woman scorn will do because i don't i've never scorned one but from what i've been told they mm. will do anything to get back at whoever's scoring them and right now ben simmons is willing to do any and everything including practicing with a cell phone in his pocket It's garbage i've He's done a lot done of things. garbage will yeah he- it, it, it may be garbage but as long as it works think about what anthony davis did to get out of new orleans Do we even think about that right now?
1: But do we even think that? Do you think what Anthony Davis did to get out of New Orleans is worse than what we're doing right now?
2: No, it's not, but he still had to figure out a way to get out. Well,
1: we're setting the bar higher and higher every day. That's what drives me insane about it. And it's just, to me, the best way out is to find a way that the Sixers will be happy with the deal. When he says he's not responsible for his trade value, he actually is by his play. That's what it boils down to. And that's where it's as frustrating as can be for me. Straight Talk Wireless has rolled out 5G coverage nationwide, and you can get a Samsung Galaxy A32 5G for only $299. No contract, all on America's best network. Straight Talk Wireless, 5G-compatible device required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. Coming up, it is time for Bubba to shine. It is the weekly occurrence on Greenie. Some people refer to Bubba as Dr. Feelgood. We get to him in just a moment. Greeny, presented by Progressive Insurance. Small business protection just got easier with more than 30 coverage options available. Progressive has you covered. More at ProgressiveCommercial.com. Chris Carlin, Booger McFarlane in for Greeny today. And it is time for just that, Booger. It is Who You Got.
0: Life is a series of choices. Who you got? Make a decision.
1: Say it! Say it! All right,
0: I'll say it. Who you
1: got? Bubba, the floor is yours.
0: All right. Well, first, I'd just like to correct you. That was actually Wildside, not Dr. Feelgood. My bad. Um, so, 0 for 1 there. Oh, okay. We're not off to a good start, but... Yep, thanks, Chuck. Sure. You did correctly <laughs> name... You got the band right. I'll give you that. <laughs> um, all right. So, we'll start with some NFL. The Giants, they're 1-5. They're in last place in the NFC East. Joe Judge has taken all the blame, but should he? Who is most to blame
1: for the current state of the Giants? Who you got? Chris. Oh, Dave Gettleman by far. Dave Gettleman with the team that he has assembled and the ugly situation with the salary cap. Booger, for me, it's 100% Gettleman.
2: I'm going to say it's Daniel Jones. Uh, Gettleman Mm -hmm. has actually done a pretty decent job of selecting talent. Uh, We all know about the theory with the hog mollies and all that good stuff, but he's done okay. But the problem is Daniel Jones has been a turnover machine and your team can't win. Uh, When the quarterback is turning it over profusely, so your GM is going to look bad.
1: That offensive line is terrible. Terrible. Bubba, go.
2: All right, we're going to skip down to our
0: NBA Top 75, because I know you guys want to get into this. So The NBA officially unveiled their Top 75, although for some unknown reason it's Top 76. That's a whole separate thing, (laughs) but... Don't get me started on that. There's such anger in your voice. Yeah, I mean, this makes no sense. It's top 75, but 76. Get it together, NBA. Dwight Howard, Trace McGrady, Manu Ginobili, Kyrie Irving, they're some of the notable snubs. But who you got as the biggest snub? We'll start with you, Booger.
2: Wow. Um, The biggest snub? uh, I'm going to just lean in and say, just because I saw him talking about it, Clay Thompson. I mean, listen, anytime you're one of the Splash Brothers, and that's arguably the greatest shooting backcourt in the history of the game, and one is a part of the group and the second one is not? Come on, I got a big issue with that.
1: Yeah, I'm going that the biggest snub is the fact that Kyrie Irving's not on the list and Carmelo Anthony is. Carmelo Anthony is not one of the top 75 players of all time. Yes, he's up there in scoring, I get that, but he was never a great, great centerpiece player in this league. He is not top 75, Bubba. All right,
0: uh, and the last one here, Royal Caribbean will launch a 274-night cruise that visits 150 destinations. So are you cruise guys, and are you down for a cruise that's going to take 75% of the year? So let's just take out you know your work, Well, let's just say you could go on a trip mm. for
1: 75% of the year. Would you do that? Who you got? Uh, I am not a cruise guy per se, but... Absolutely not. Number one, I don't even want to spend nine months with myself, let alone other people. Uh, And number two, there is a casino and an all-you-can-eat buffet. Bubba, life would be over at that that point. Booger, who you got?
2: I am not a cruise guy unless it's a Disney cruise where I can Mm. get Mickey waffles and sausage, and Mm -hmm. I'm staying on the concierge level with uh, room service. So as long as it's that, and then I'm only good for five or seven days. If it's not that... There's no way that Boog, who can't swim, is staying on the water for 275 days. Not happening, not at all.
1: No chance. No chance. And we haven't even gotten to, but we will at some point, the fact that Bubba has not changed his jersey in weeks. This is an uh, Did the Cowboys lose? The I'm Cowboys. sorry. I don't think they did. Oh, so that's what the theory is? That's what the theory is? Okay. Oh, okay. So you have. Uh, not washing it—that's fair enough. It's Greeny on ESPN Radio. Here
0: Thanks for listening to Greeny the podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at ten Eastern on ESPN Radio, and see it with the video on ESPN Plus. Also, catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at eight on ESPN, and also available wherever you get your podcast.